Welcome to the Jay Kim Show. This is your host, Jay Kim. I am an investor, author, and fitness entrepreneur. And for the first time in Asia, I sit down with the world's most brilliant minds in business, investing, and entrepreneurship. You'll learn all the secrets, strategies, and formulas to becoming a successful entrepreneur directly from the masters. If this is your first time listening, thank you for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week with the goal of providing actionable insight to you, the listener, with every single episode. And now, on to the show. Today's guest is Selena Sue. Selena is a business and publicity coach for entrepreneurs, experts, and authors. She helps people increase their visibility through her signature approach, which essentially comes down to building powerful, long-lasting relationships. She's helped clients land multiple six-figure book deals and get featured in big-name articles and magazines such as O, the Oprah magazine. Selena actually grew up in Hong Kong, so she's very familiar with the ecosystem out here. The big question that she answers in today's episode is how do you gain influence, especially if you're just starting out in your business? Tune in to find out. Selena, thank you so much for being on our show. This is the new launch podcast, and we're really excited to have you on uh, just due to uh, sort of what you do and and the success you've had. So why don't you start off by telling our audience here uh, in Asia uh, who you are and what you do for a living? Sure. So my name is Selena Sue, and I'm a business and publicity strategist. And what I do is I work with entrepreneurs who have personal brands. They may be an expert, a author, a coach, a service provider, but they've got a personal brand and they're looking to get that out into the world. And so I've got different programs that help them get clients. Uh, I also have a course on networking and I also have a publicity course. So with a lot of entrepreneurs, one of the biggest struggles is that they're great at what they do, but people just don't know about them. And so I help them get known and reach more people so they can make a bigger difference in the world. I see. And so what you do, does that have any overlap with, say, like a social media marketing type uh, service? Or this is probably uh, more bespoke and a little higher level than that? Sure. Um, So my main focus isn't social media, although that is definitely part of the marketing mix. Mm. My main focus is helping people develop the kind of relationships that can take their business to the next level. So when you think about it, everything that you want in life and in business comes through other people. Um, As a business owner, maybe you want clients and customers. Well, that happens when there's other people telling people about you, saying you've got to you know, work with this person. She's amazing. You've got to buy this product or service. So it all comes to other people. Or if you're looking to get publicity, someone has to believe in you and give you the opportunity to give you that big platform. Um, mm. And in my own business, you know, my business has grown quickly because of incredible endorsements and recommendations that people have made to my my products and services. Um, and then also the big deal opportunities that I've had to get in front of a lot of people and share my message so that people know who I am. So it comes down to relationships. Also, um, a really good way to grow your business is through referral partners. So people who are already in touch with your ideal clients and have that trust with them, then recommending you. So when I look at the work I do, I think relationships is really key. 
Another key piece is publicity. I really like helping people get visibility and raise their brand and profiles through publicity. And then also there's, of course, the business strategy piece. I think when it comes to growing our businesses, our brands, our visibility, there's literally, you know, hundreds of things that you could be doing. But we don't have all day to promote ourselves. We have to obviously do our work, serve our clients, our customers. So I really help people think strategically about the fastest way to get from where they are right now to where they want to be and to achieve their business goals. Right. That's awesome. You know, I I think uh, I love how you are bringing it back to the fundamentals of relationships. And I think that the way business, this is sort of the way business used to, used Mm -hmm. to, you know, happen in the past. And then, you know, I I bring up social media marketing because I think it's a, it's a very, you know, catchy phrase now. And a lot of people are jumping into that. And because of the flood of, of the internet, the content out there and just, just the, there's a lot of junk out there too. Right. Uh, I feel like we're kind of at this point where we're at peak sort of internet marketing and, and, and that a lot of people jumped into that trying to make a quick win. But then now there's, we're seeing a little bit of almost a day of reckoning where people are starting to realize that, hey, if you don't have that trust, uh, you know, in that community and you don't have those relationships with those key influencers and, and the people that you help your clients connect to, uh, your success is going to be short-lived or, or it might not be in the same way uh, that you want it to, to manifest, right? Absolutely. I think that you know when make, people are making decisions about who to work with, um, they're always looking to mitigate risk. You know, They want to mm. know, is this person professional? Are they going to get the results that I'm hoping for? Um, and so they're looking for signs that they can trust you. So one of the biggest signs is if you've got testimonials on your website, especially from notable people saying, this is the go-to person. These are the results we've gotten. Working with this person was a game changer, right? So those testimonials endorsements are so important. And I've hired people definitely based on recommendations from friends or endorsements I've seen on their website. And then also publicity is really powerful because um, while there are so many great ways to get your your name out there through social media, which you should be doing, but you can't overlook the power of publicity because it's one thing to just run Facebook ads all day saying, Hey, I'm the best look at me. And that, that is like, we should be doing that. And I've used Facebook ads myself to promote certain things, but there is something totally different. Um, when you're, let's say on a podcast and you're being interviewed by a well-known host for a well-known podcast, who's saying, wow, you are the best person at what you do. Everyone listen up. You've got to follow this person's work. You've got to sign up for her services. I've you know, benefited from her work. These are my results. That's like someone else giving you the endorsement versus it mm. only being you saying that you're the best. So you want to, you know, I mean, I'm out there on social media too um, from time to time sharing things, but you definitely need um, those endorsements and recommendations from other people that happen you know, um, through just kind of word of mouth, um, endorsements that are on your site, as well as through the media, having these big people and brands elevate you and spread your message to more people. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's so powerful when, when all you need is one or two of these key guys that have just a strong, like, like a million or half a million reader readership, like an email list and and it goes out and the power of that, I think people underestimate, you know, and they, they, they think that they can shortcut it, but there really is no shortcutting that. I mean, you really have to have, uh, a, like you said, they, all these guys want to mitigate risk. 
Yes. They're not going to put something out if it's, if it's ever going to come back and bite them in the, in the rear end, you know, so. And I just want to add something to that because, yes, it's definitely great when you have these um, big influencers, you know, telling everyone about you, but there's many different types of influencers. It's not about just getting the um, super famous like Richard Branson or Tim Ferriss mm-hmm. or Oprah Winfrey mm-hmm. endorsing you because that may or may not happen. Um, there are people that are very influential and can help your business in a big way that may even be in your immediate circle that you just need to cultivate a deeper relationship with. Um, for some businesses, you know, it's just you need one or two clients that work with you ongoing and right there and then you may have, you know, a six figure business, um, right. you know, depending on what the contract and, and the agreement looks like. So, um, you know, I always encourage people to put together an influencer list of the people they want to connect with, but on their influencer list, it's not only the most famous out of reach people that may take years to develop a relationship with. It's also people in your immediate circle, also people that are super connectors. Maybe they're not household name famous, but behind the scenes, these are the people who are making it happen. So Mm. yeah, I encourage you to think really broadly about who are the people that they can connect with to grow their business. Right. Right. That's awesome. Um, so Selena, we're going to get into a lot of, of what you do and, and for your clients and stuff, but I want to take one step back before we do that. And I want to talk about your story uh, for a little bit, if that's okay. Um, and, you know, you obviously, you I don't think you were a publicist your entire career. Can you share with uh, the audience a little bit about, how, you know, how you started off your career and, and how it became, uh, you know, I mean, you are in essence a, a successful entrepreneur yourself. Um, so I would love if you could share your story with uh, our audience. Absolutely. So my greatest passion has always been connecting people to opportunities. I feel like I'm very able to quickly see the synergies between people and opportunities and who needs to know who. And so even when I didn't have a business, I was connecting people to um, you know, six figure consulting opportunities and media mm. opportunities and other influencers. Um, I've always been driven to help people who I think have a powerful message that the world needs mm. to know about. Um, because I think that they are the ones who are really changing people's lives. So my main focus has been working with certain, you know, thought leaders in the, um, you know, business, personal branding, health and wellness relationship space, but these how to experts that help people. Um, live a better life. And so mm. rather than waiting for opportunities, I just created my own opportunities. I would see someone who I thought was incredible and I would reach out to them and offer value, offer to make a connection, offer a suggestion, whatever it is. But it's kind of like a lifestyle where you're showing up every day and you're giving to people. And mm-hmm. so over time, um, I developed these relationships and people got to see the quality of my work, even though a number of them weren't even official clients of mine. And these people really believed in me and saw me as a go-to expert in publicity and um, influence and making connections. And so that gave me the confidence to start my own business. And pretty quickly, you know, from day one, I had testimonials from top people in my industry and top media. And that led to a lot of people coming to me. At first, you know, even though I knew how to help people, I didn't really know how to structure my business properly. And Mm. so after a number of months, I signed up to work with a business coach who helped me create my um, coaching business, which then evolved into a mastermind program. 
And now I have different group programs where people work with me. So I've usually got a couple hundred people in each of my programs. And so I'm able to give them amazing content and um, in-depth training um, with a lot of the programs. I do have Q&A calls. I'm able to talk to people and answer their individual questions in a group setting and a Facebook group. Right. And so it's been great. I've had my business you know, at this point for about four years now, and it's grown really quickly. Um, mm. We're hitting the seven-figure mark this year, which is exciting. Wow. It's exciting for me. It's such a milestone. Unbelievable. Congratulations. Yeah, because the other thing I didn't share earlier is before I started my business, you know, I worked in the nonprofit world and I made a nonprofit salary. Mm. And I remember thinking that that I was kind of capped. I, I I knew that I was someone who was a big giver and I loved to help people and that I was hardworking. I didn't see myself as a business person. I was also very right. introverted and behind the scenes. And so I thought that to be a successful entrepreneur, you had to be this extrovert born for this right. stage and you had to know everything. And, you know, now of course I realize well, you get to outsource things and you don't have to know how to do every single thing in your business. Um, but from somebody who was making very little money um, and kind of just behind the scenes to now, um, you know, having my own business and sharing my gifts in a bigger way and being able to generate that kind of revenue and make that kind of difference. Pretty mind blowing. So I'm very grateful for where I am today. That is unbelievable. It's such an un unbelievable story. Yeah. So you essentially, you, uh, you were your first beta tester almost. You were, you just, you just practice what you preached. Mm -hmm. You, you were started off in nonprofit. So obviously you, you know, I mean, and, and, and just to interject here, uh, Selena, yes. I mean, this is rare because most people, uh, you either have it, or you don't, this, this mentality of service, right? So a lot of right. people, uh, when you were giving the examples of, oh, you know, I would, I would just do this sort of thing. I would connect these people. I would say, Hey, look, this person's looking for a job, you know, let me hook them up and they got a six figure gig. Mm -hmm. Um, and you would do this stuff for free. Yes. It was just, <laughs> You would you it would make you happy doing this sort of thing, and I think that's that's awesome because it it basically that's how you, your business basically came back to you right. that way, right? Yeah, it's absolutely. Amazing. And the one thing you know, a lot of people get tripped up on this because they think that you know, well, I have to charge for what I'm doing, and of course you do to an extent, but. I think in the beginning, you know, I was just about showing up and adding value and I didn't even need anything in return. I didn't need um, <laughs> money. I didn't mm -hmm. need like, oh, no, I did this for you. You did this for me because I was connecting with some of the biggest influencers in my field. And for me, being able to give back to them um, was the reward. And also, you know, them trusting me and letting them into my circle. There's a lot of people that reach out to these people saying, oh, I want to help you. But you can't say yes to everyone because you can't trust yeah. them. And so, yeah, I think by being a giver and by adding so much value, it made me see my own worth. And then it comes back to you. I mean, nowadays, now that, you know, I have my business full time, um, you know, I do obviously charge for my services and things are priced, you know, at a premium rate, which is why we have a seven figure business. But it's like not everything has to be monetized. I even think about, you know, right now, like I have a lot of mentors and friends and we're constantly giving each other advice, very valuable advice. It's valued in tens of thousands of dollars, but we're not monitoring, you know, and kind of calculating every conversation right. and transaction, which is giving. So I think that you have to find that balance. But in the beginning, I think it's just better to give, but give intentionally. I mean, 
you know, because I'm someone who I give a lot, I can't just help every single person. Otherwise, mm. I'll just be helping people all day. I couldn't get anything else right. done. But um, when there's someone who you really connect with and you, you know, you'll know when you feel it, like that just the act of giving and the ability to contribute to this person's life, that is a reward in and of itself. Those are the people that you want to help where you don't need anything in return. And then over time, you know, your reputation will grow. So that's, that's how it's worked in my own business. Yeah, I, I truly believe that. I mean, it's, it's abundance versus scarcity. And I think that if you're, if you, like you say, if you target the right people, sort of target the right people, but you, you kind of have to have a, a kind of sixth sense for this sort of thing. And, but once you know, I, I truly, truly believe that if you are genuine and go out of the gates with that mentality, you're going to get it back in some way, shape or form. It might not be a monetary, but in some way, shape or form, it will come back. And that's pretty much the, you know, kind of like your business model, right? Right. And actually one thing I'll add is like in the experience. So, you know, one of the barriers to people saying yes to your work is money. That's not the only barrier. There's also like time. Can I trust this person? Is it going to be worth it? But you know, money is one of them. And so early on, I mean, I wasn't even, and this was just happened very organically, but I just started helping people. And then, um, you know, ended up that I got endorsements from certain people and I had certain experiences with top people that I probably wouldn't have gone otherwise um, right. if I didn't just, you know, offer my help with no strings attached. And then right. also, you know, because I was helping people in the areas of mostly publicity and branding and connections, when you're helping high-level people, it's very easy to help them because they're somebody that people already want to know. There's a reason why they're successful. It's because they're amazing. Mm. Um, and so when you get to support these kinds of people, it's like you can get results more quickly. Like let's say I was trying to help somebody with publicity who was just getting started, didn't really know what their message was, was really confused, um, didn't have any clarity. Obviously, what I can do for someone is not going to be as much as somebody who is very clear and has got a lot going on. So it wasn't even intentional, but indirectly by helping these top people, I was able to get results quicker. I was able to say, oh, I got this person into Oprah Magazine, onto this TV show, and so forth. So it ended up actually being a very good thing um, indirectly for the business. Wow, amazing. Okay, so so let's let's dig dig a little deeper here now. Okay, so um, thank you for sharing your, uh, that that part of your story. I, uh, that was fascinating, and I'm I'm so happy for you and your business. It's it's amazing. Um, so so let's say I am uh, a potential client of yours, and uh, I am I have my own business. It's uh, let's say it's an online. Uh, uh, Lifestyle consulting type business, something something online where I'm trying to be, uh, you know, a, a life coach. Let's say. Yeah. How how would I uh, start off finding connecting with influencers? What are the 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 pitfalls that I have to be aware of? How do I not come across as a stalker, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, and actually and make uh, meaningful relationships that I can you know eventually. Uh, not use, that's the wrong word to say. Yeah. Exactly. To to just just partner with potentially or, or just actually have in your in your network. Absolutely. Yeah. So the very first step is getting clear on who you want to connect with because there are, you know, thousands of interesting people that, you know, you could potentially connect with, but you're just one person. And so we need to kind of um be be thoughtful about who we're connecting with. So in order to 
figure out who goes on your influencer list. You've got to get clear on what your goals are. Um, so because an influencer is somebody who can help you achieve your goal, they're connected to your goal in some way. Maybe they've already achieved it so they can kind of show you the way or they can connect you to people that can support you in that journey. Um, or they can open up a door for you, but your influencers have to be connected to your goals. So you have to know what your goals are. And so your goals can be business related and they could, or they could be lifestyle or personal related. Um, I know some people that want to be able to run their business while traveling the world and living this la mm. laptop lifestyle. Yes. So, so maybe you want to meet somebody who has done that before or somebody who has done that while, you know, having a family or someone that has, mm. you know, maybe it's like you're growing your business, but you want to learn how to have balance and not just completely lose yourself. So there could be somebody who could help with that, you know, so that's like a lifestyle thing, but it's still connected to your business and to your, your life goals. Um, another, you know, other goals that people might have could be growing an email list or growing their um, authority getting out there, getting clients, um, writing a book, maybe doing webinars, whatever it is, you know, give yourself um, an opportunity to just kind of, you know, freely think about what are all the different things that I want to accomplish, all my different goals, big and small, and write them on a piece of paper, and then go back and circle the things that are most important that you feel most drawn to. Like, I would love to connect with people around these topics and be inspired by people who have accomplished these things. So those are your goals. And then, you know, you want to look at the people who are connected to it, but then you also want to have a filter. So it's not just about who is powerful and famous. You know, you want to connect with people that, um, that you are naturally drawn to that have similar values to you. So there could be someone who's accomplished what you want, but maybe you've heard this person, you know, doesn't have a lot of integrity. They're not a good guy right. or a great person. Then it doesn't matter that they're influential they're not going to be your influencer because that's not the person that you want to associate or affiliate yourself with. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like the first step is getting clear on who these people are and then creating that list of 20 influencers. And like I said, it's not just the most famous people. It's also people that are just a couple steps ahead of you. They could be in your immediate circle. They could be behind the scenes where they know how to connect you to people. So step one is that, and I can go through the other steps, but I'm glad that we're kind of starting from the beginning because you know, it's like, I'm not about, you know, people going to a million networking events and feeling depleted and having a bunch of business cards they do nothing with, or just being unfocused because, right. you know, as a business owner, you've got to generate revenue for your business. You've got to serve your clients. You've got to make a difference. So, yes. you know, a lot of your time is to be spent on that. So you have, um, you know, time for other things, but the reality is time is limited. And so you want to selectively focus on people where it's, you know, they're connected to your goals and there's really that win-win opportunity there. Yeah. I think it's awesome that how you say that, look, don't come in trying to go straight for the moonshot. You know, yes. you're not going to connect with Tony Robbins on the first, right, <laughs> in yeah. the first year, you know, like, and, and in fact, you're maybe someone in your local community or someone several notches down on that value chain will be of more use to you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then, so the next step is uh, adding value because when you think about it, people already know a lot of people. We've got great people in our lives already. So for someone to um, let you into their life in a meaningful way, you have to contribute to their life. You have to add value. And people right. kind of freeze up when they hear this because they're like, well, 
you know, I'm just, maybe they're just getting started in their business or they, they're looking to people who they think are so impressive and they're like, well, what could I possibly offer them for whatever they need? They could just hire someone, pay someone. They know all these people, but there's so many different ways that you can add value. One of the simplest, but honestly, the most powerful ways is expressing appreciation. So there's a lot of experts out there and they've dedicated their lives to helping people maybe grow their businesses, improve their relationships, improve their health. And they've made this, um, you know, their, their life purpose and their full-time job because they care so passionately about it. And so when they know that people appreciate their work, that they took action on what they shared, that they bought maybe a course or a book or attended an event of theirs and that created a big shift in their lives, people want to hear that. And Mm. so you can reach out to people to let them know the impact you've made on them. And one thing that I learned from a mentor of mine, whose name is Ramit Sethi, is you can Mm. end your emails by saying, no response needed. And what I really love about that is you have to put yourself in that influential person's shoes. So on the one hand, they want to know their work is making a difference. And and everybody has this deep desire to feel appreciated. That's probably the driving force in their business. And there's also the reality that they are busy and that they are one person and that there's a lot of people that are kind of coming at them all day long. And so even when you send an email to someone, while the email is a gift, um, because you're spending the time to, to let them know something and express appreciation it's also, um, it can become something on their to-do list, right? It's taking up their right. time. They have to read it. They may feel like they have to respond it, to it. But when you email someone in a way that is thoughtful and deep, you know, it's, it's not just a surface level thing. You know, you're giving specifics, but it's also not like a novel. You know, it's kind of to the point. And then you end your email by saying no response needed. Um, then that's a pure gift because they don't even need to respond. All they need to do is receive the gift and the compliment. So, that's something simple that everyone can do. And I really you know, encourage people to take a look at the people in their lives who they can go and express more appreciation to right now. Because a lot of times, you know, I find that people do appreciate others and they may be saying to a friend, oh my gosh, this person was so amazing. The advice they gave me, you know, I'm so lucky or oh, I really admire this person. But they're telling that to other people, which is good, but they're not telling it to that person who's affected them and wouldn't that person like to know more than anything um so that's something pretty simple that all of us can do um right now think about who is someone that you appreciate who are people that you appreciate make a list and then pick three people and reach out and let them know that how they've added value to your life right now i think that it's important that you actually it's not like oh thanks i i i follow your blog and it's great it's it's awesome cheers you know right No, no need to write back but you know you actually have to have, you know, be following them and actually have to be sincere. You know, you can't just do like a blanket email because uh, that's, that'll just, that'll just end up hurting you, right? Yeah, exactly. So you want to be specific because if you're just general, it's not memorable when you're specific. They see, oh, wow, this really did make an impact. This was the result. This was a thing that really resonated. So yeah, being specific is huge. And there's so many ways to add value. You know, in my program, Influence, I talk about 12 different ways. This is just one of them. But um, this is the most powerful. And I'd rather, you know, give your listeners um, something that they can, you know, like the most powerful stuff they can implement right away. So that is one of the things. Um, And then just to maybe add a few quick ones, um, you know, connecting people to other people that they might like to know, um, Mm -hmm. sharing resources, opportunities, suggestions. These also 
you know, um, are ways to add value. So that's kind of step Mm. two, you know, number one is identifying who your influencers are based on your goals. Step two is, you know, connecting them in a way that adds value and contributes. And then step number three is about, um, developing long-term relationships with people and deepening the connection. Because if you just meet someone one time, you know, and that's it, that's that person's an acquaintance that's not like right. a deep relationship and you can't right. can't meet someone once and then three years later come back and ask them for a huge favor it's just it's so out of the blue and it doesn't make sense and so you want to you want to deepen the relationships and there's lots of different ways to do that um, in terms of after you meet people certain types of follow-up emails that you can have um, having certain systems in terms of you know how frequently you want to reconnect with people whether that's in person, on the phone, or in a group setting. But, you know, you, you want to turn people fr- from just like an acquaintance to someone who's actually um, a friend um, or a deep business, co- you know, connection that cares about you. And then the last step, step number four, is about asking for help because you want to show up in a relationship as a giver. And, and that's, you know, why people want to let you into their world. But because we're all human, we all need help in life. And part of a healthy relationship is giving and receiving. And in fact, when you're somebody who gives so much and people really care about you and appreciate you, they actually get value. They feel reward from giving back. Like it feels good for them. And so, but the other thing is that you need to know how to ask for help. A lot of people feel so scared. You know, if I ask for help, they might think that I'm using them. Um, maybe I ask for something they don't really want to give that to me, and then I make them uncomfortable. Mm. And so there's so many different ways to, um, so many things that you could ask for help, and there are specific ways that you can do it. So um, the things that I teach, you know, the key things that people need help with is they want to ask for advice. They want to ask for introductions and connections to other people. They also want to get connected to ideal clients um, or customers. They want to get different publicity opportunities, perhaps. Um, maybe they would like to see if that person will be willing to endorse their, their work. Right. So those are some of the key asks. And you can ask the, for these things. But the, the main thing to keep in mind is you want to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And it sounds simple, but honestly, you know, we look at things from our own perspective and we're just so focused on what we want, but it's like, well, how would it feel to the person on the receiving end? And so you want to ask for things that people would feel comfortable with giving. And sometimes you don't know. And so when you ask for something, like a tip that I would give is that you don't want to seem overly attached or that you have these very high expectations. Right. It might be something like, hey, you know, I just want to run this idea by you. Um, you know, and then sharing a bit about your situation and seeing if they would be open to, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, and then just kind of pausing and just kind of sensing like, you know, getting a sense of whether they're comfortable or not. And then if not, like it's fine, but not being overly attached, but just saying, you know, I want to run the idea by you to see if it was interesting, um, to see if it's something that you would consider, and then just also recognizing that they're exceptionally busy and saying, hey, no, you're exceptionally busy. Um, you know, I have so much respect for your time, but I, I did want to run this idea just to see if this resonates, if it's something that you might be able to, to help me with, support me with, or even just point me in the right direction. That would be so appreciated. Right. Yeah, there's such an art form with, with when it comes to asking, and I think it definitely depends on the level of relationship that you have with the person. But also it's 
an ask is an ask. You know, it should not it should not have anything strings attached or expectations attached. So yeah, you know, you should be you should be expecting a no, and if they do say yes, then then that's that's a, that's a bonus. Right? Oh yeah, that's a good mindset. I mean, I think that when I ask people for something, the way that my mind works is I first think they're an extremely busy person. They don't have time. There's a million people that they could be doing things for, and they have their own lives, their own businesses. So how do I ask in a way where they're going to be excited to help me? Um, I never assume it's immediate. Yes. I mean, sometimes it's like, if it's a really good friend of yours and you've given back to them in so many ways and they keep on saying, Mm. Hey, like whenever you need my help with X, please come to me. Of course. Like then you're like, okay, well, I think that'd be very receptive, but I always try to put myself in their shoes because I never want to ask in a way that takes, I want to ask in a way that is actually um, giving because for them it's also rewarding to contribute in this way because I never want people to do something and later feel like oh, I didn't really want to do it but I felt like I had to because I had all this pressure on me. Right, right, yeah, that's that's really uh, that's that's good advice. Well, listen, Selena, let's. I'm, I want to look to wrap up here because yes. I am respectful of your time. I know you're very, <laughs> very busy uh, over in New York. Um, I just have two final questions for you. The first is. Uh, as a parting thought, if you had one piece of advice that you could give our young aspiring entrepreneurs that want to connect to influencers, um, you know, in Asia, what what would you leave them with? Yeah. So the one piece of advice, which I've kind of talked about, but I want to share it in a new way, is mm-hmm. um, well, one is reach out to people, including the people that you admire. Don't think that you're not good enough to talk to them. Mm. There's this saying that I really like, which is the moment that you put someone up on a pedestal is the moment that they start looking down on you. Hmm. And that's not to say that you can't admire people or appreciate them and recognize that they're exceptionally busy. But I think a lot of times, you know, we go into relationships and situations thinking, oh my gosh, this person is such a big deal and I've got nothing to offer. I've got no value. Why would they even want to talk to me? I'm just at the beginning, you know, like I don't have it together. Like I need to almost like hide or I need to wait until I'm in a better place. And when you have that kind of negative self-talk and you're entering relationships with that mindset, that is creating the unhealthy dynamic. And we forget that we are the one that created it Um, versus when we come into relationships and we can definitely admire people and even look up to them, but think like, Hey, I've got something to offer too. And more of, I want to connect with you because I want to give back. And when you add value to people and contribute, then you kind of elevate yourself in their eyes and you level the playing field by adding value. So, um, you know, again, there are lots of ways to give back and, you know, as humans, we are all equal and in business, the way that we, you know, elevate ourselves in the world is by being someone who's making a difference and contributing. So it's something that mm. all of us can absolutely do. So that is the most important thing to keep in mind. Man, I love that that saying, that analogy that you give. It's, it's so powerful. <laughs> the, the graphic, the visual is so so powerful. So thank you for that. Yes. Um, you've given us so much, so much gold here today, Selena. I really appreciate it. So where is the best place? People can find you. Is there any uh, anywhere that you want um, our readers to sort of uh, hit you up on or connect with you on social media or your website or, or any links? Yes, there's two places I recommend um, mm. they check out. So the first is my website. So it's selinasue.com. Um, mm. And they can you know learn more about me there. 
um, on my um, homepage. I mean, I don't, I'm not planning on changing the homepage soon, but I have a free gift for people. Oh, um, where, fantastic. Yeah, where they can learn how I went from like nothing, like zero to making $157,000 in my first year as a coach, which is kind of crazy because I'm from the nonprofit world. So that was like <laughs> my revenue, my you know income multiplied many times over. But I really right. break down the step-by-step exactly what I did, um, you know, scripts I used for outreach, like everything. So if they really want to see like, how did I do it step-by-step? I have a very detailed 31 page report that they can get on my website or they can go to, um, selenasu.com slash free report and check it out there. And then another resource I want to share with people, um, is this guide I created and it's like, it's just a webpage. They don't have to opt in. They can get everything just right on the webpage. It's um, at selenasue.com slash event guide. And it's basically, it's called the ultimate guide to meeting people at events. And how, Oh, that's very useful. Yeah, it's very connected to what we talk about. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you're ever going to a networking event or a conference and you don't know how to prepare, you don't know what to say to people, um, you don't know how to make the most of it, you know, this is a very in-depth report. And actually... Um, I didn't even pitch, you know, Business Insider, but they found my guide and they wrote three articles on it because they wow. felt like it was so helpful. And then um, a friend of mine at Inc. wrote an article and there's a lot of people um, sharing this guide because it's it's so um, powerful what, what I'm sharing here. So I definitely encourage people to check it out. And I was at a, a big event recently and my mentor who ran the event shared it with his audience. And I saw people at the event, they had my guide printed out with their notes and that was their prep. And it was just so cool to see people using it. Wow. Um, so yeah, I encourage you to, to check that out because I really, you know, put everything I have into it and it's going to be really useful for you. Man, I'm going to check that out myself. I've been to <laughs> tons of events and I'm still, I, I feel so awkward when I go. So I'm definitely going to check out uh, selenasue.com forward slash event guide. Yes. That's, that's definitely it for me. Exactly. Uh, well, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed our talk today and thank you for coming on the show. I think you just gave us so much, uh, so much knowledge and gold. Um, I think our, our listeners are going to really, really appreciate this episode. So I appreciate it. Uh, and congratulations on all your success and the best of luck in 2017. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. So much fun talking to you. All right. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at jkimshow.com. Come back often and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another exciting episode of The J. Kim Show. I'd love to hear your comments. You can find me on Twitter at jkimmer, J-A-Y-K-I-M-M-E-R. See you guys next week. This podcast is brought to you by Hack Your Fitness, the high achiever's guide to getting ripped in under three hours a week. If you're anything like me, you're probably working a full-time job or jobs and trying to find time to balance family life, social life, and last but not least, fitness. Look, I get it. I'm a full-time investor and entrepreneur myself and father of two. So how am I able to stay fit year-round without spending hours and hours in the gym killing myself on the cardio machine? 
After struggling for the last 15 years trying every workout and diet under the sun, I finally designed a system that allows me to achieve and maintain single-digit body fat for life in under 3 hours a week. Cardio not required. Head on over to hackyour.fitness and download my free 13-page guide that teaches you the simple science behind efficient fitness and smart nutrition and gives you everything you need to know to finally take control of your life. That's hackyour.fitness.